Hey, Carrie. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Well, this is pretty exciting. For our next podcast is of Music Life and Times, we have our first guest. And uh, this is Carrie Johnsrud. Hi. A Chicago-based singer. And Carrie and Kevin, you guys have done a couple albums so far. Uh, you did uh, an album of original, uh, a first album of tunes, mm-hmm. a variety of tunes, and uh, then you did that very, what became very popular, Beyond the Neighborhood, which is the music of Fred Rogers. Uh, and I understand that you guys are getting ready, at Carrie, you're in town, work with Kevin on getting started on, a, on another project and in in including another project of Fred Rogers music, right? Yep, that's correct. Um, yeah, we're in the beginning stages of it, but um, we're really excited to put out another edition of his music because um, he has so many, so, there are so many songs that he wrote and composed that, you know, need to be kind of brought out into the world and uh, some really good, some really good things that he wrote. Really good music, and uh, we're excited to get started on it. Right, I think uh, you know the, in the reviews that I read mm-hmm. about the album. Of course, Fred Rogers was uh, the television personality who did the children's show for all those years, mm-hmm. and uh, his music was. Uh, I think anybody who was probably not that aware about structure and and lyric and things like that it, it, it was children's it was music it was kids music it was mm-hmm. little ditties for children but it wasn't really little ditties for children. well you know the thing is he, he had this strong idea about about communicating with children to never talk down to them to to, to speak plainly and clearly now, you're a professional writer boy you write great i mean clarity is but and probably simplicity too. Like oh, definitely. Right to yeah. the message. So well, a lot like <clears throat> music is a lot of of what we don't play is important in mm-hmm. music, right? It's mm-hmm. a lot of that discipline. Mm-hmm. Same thing with writing. You don't mm-hmm. you don't want to use any words that aren't absolutely necessary. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so you know, I just think feel like his songs. Uh, yes, they speak to children, but if you just read the lyrics, they're really. They're not childish. Mm-hmm. They're they're for everyone. Yeah. Uh, he has some childish song. There's a song called Tree Tree Tree, and the words are Tree 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 Tree. There's another song I really wanted to do. Uh, the melody and the chord structure. It's beautiful. It's called I Don't Want to Be a Cow. And it, it just wasn't quite a good way <clears throat> to catch because it's a very poignant song. Mm-hmm. It's not a comedy song, but it's hard to sing that without everyone laughing. You know. Um, really, I can I can just see Carrie standing up there singing. I don't want to be a cow. <laughs> That's, I don't know. Not quite. Yeah, it's, not. <laughs> it's gonna be like the fat shaming song. Or something. Yeah, right. Right. Okay. You know, uh, no. really, it'll be marched on. Yeah. I mean, he, Fred had a degree in music. He would be composed most of the song, and he had a jazz tree on the show. And when Carrie and I discovered that we both loved his music it was kind of a natural thing mm-hmm. and then we were surprised right i mean so much music he yeah. so much he wrote yeah. yeah well and going back on your point about how the music wasn't i mean written it was written for children but adults today can definitely relate i know i can like looking over the lyrics of the songs that we recorded and the songs that we were looking at just last night 
it's it's really amazing to see you know um where fred's mindset was when when writing this it's very much like how he was on the program as far as instilling you know confidence instilling you know um kindness and just self-love and you know love for everybody i mean that definitely comes through in his music and it's something that i think we all can be reminded of or need to be reminded of and it just it's feel good it's not like you know you can't help but feel good or feel better when you listen to this you know so i think that's great a wonderful thing well carrie since you're our first guest Uh uh-huh we need to uh, let you introduce yourself. A bit. So tell 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 us a little bit. Tell our audience a little bit about your career to date. Now, mm. obviously, you're very young, <laughs> so you have many, many, many more years to go. But tell <laughs> this is coming from an old man. So tell us about your career. Oh my goodness! Well, um, I started in Chicago professionally um, over twenty years ago. And, um, it's just, it's just been, you know, as I think a lot of people can attest to in any career, it's just building blocks, you know, it just, you grow, hopefully grow, um, from that point. But yeah, I started, you know, with doing jam sessions and open mics and that sort of thing. And then got to meet musicians along the way and had a mentor or two along the way as well. And, you know, just kind of trial by fire was a lot of the way I learned. Um, I didn't study music in college, um, but I was involved in music. And I just I learned a lot of things along the way of what to do, how you're supposed to present yourself, all those sort of things, theory, all that. And then I started out doing club club work, you know, gigs and, and bars and all that sort of thing. Um, and then, you know, eventually evolved. And as I got older, I discovered songwriting and composing. And and then soon I met Kevin and we started writing together, which I had never really done it in a professional sense. I just kind of wrote just mm-hmm. little ditties, whatever. <laughs> um, but when Kevin and I started hooking up musically, that's when I really started to feel like, oh, maybe I can actually compose and write and do that sort of thing. And so that was our first album together. And then, you know, just, you know, just how natural progression of things go. And we start talking, we're like, oh, we've, we both have a love for Fred Rogers. And then we create this other project. But also along the way, you know, I was involved in other groups in Chicago, mostly jazz. Uh, I've done some you know, cover band stuff too. Um, so it's just kind of the gamut, I guess, of, of where I started and where I am today. And, and yeah, it's, I really enjoy doing the creative projects like this Fred Rogers project or something that everybody can relate to or has like some kind of connection to, to me that, that makes music meaningful and the message meaningful. So, yeah. That's great. I mean, we just, uh, did a recent podcast where we talked about influences on our mm-hmm. careers and, and our music and uh, you're, you're uh, learning from other musicians from working with other musicians mm-hmm. was kind of the, turned out to be kind of the theme mm-hmm. of that podcast yeah. you literally just Piggybacked right on to oh. it. Without us, without us playing, I promise there's no script here. <laughs> no. Tell, you know, I, I remember you talking about one of your mentors, though. Uh-huh. Um, 
Can you talk about that? Oh, yeah. Um, his name is Gary, is, he's still with us. <laughs> um, his name is Gary Phillip. And I met him, uh, this was before I was even pursuing music uh, professionally in Chicago. I just moved there. And um, my oldest brother was in town visiting me. And we were like, let's go hear some live music. And so we went to this piano bar, this really tiny piano bar in Chicago called the Zebra Lounge. And Gary Phillip was, is a piano player and songwriter as well. And he was performing there. And uh, I, you know, we were sitting there in the audience just kind of like, oh, sing along, whatever. And it was weird. He came up to me on his break and said, you're a singer, aren't you? And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I, I don't know. Am I? <laughs> I'm just kind of sitting here singing along. Yeah. He's like, no. He's like, you know, I can tell. He could just tell, I guess, by just mouthing the words or whatever. And um, he's like, next time, come in when I'm playing and bring something and we'll, we'll play it together. We'll, we'll work on it together. I'm like, okay. So I didn't really know what I was doing. I'm like, I had this chart of something and I don't even remember what it was. And I came in and, and he, he, you know, I presented it to him and he had me get up there and sing in front of people <laughs> and in a bar <laughs> in Chicago. And, uh, and so that's just kind of what started, planted the seed um, of his kind of guiding me throughout the music scene in Chicago. Oh, great. And, um, yeah. And so he just, so I started just working with him mm-hmm. here and there and he, he really, uh, helped me with understanding what to do on gigs mm-hmm. and how to, you know, just a lot of different things. And, um, and I still am in contact with him today. Mm-hmm. He lives in Florida and you know he comes up to chicago every now and then and we get together and yeah he was just really instrumental in kind of getting my feet wet as a front person mm-hmm. singer uh a lot of your interaction has to be visual mm-hmm. so uh how did you how do you consider yourself in that aspect of of your as a performer and how did that, how did you sort of develop that? And mm. How did that evolve? Well, that's a good question. Because um, I don't see myself as like a, like a hey, hey, hey kind of performer, you know? No Tina Turner. No, <laughs> I don't think so. I wish they could see me doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got the jazz hands going. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I think I just... With a lot of, with most vocalists, I think, and that are fronting a band, I guess, um, you know, I just really listen to what the, you know, the lyrics are and try and express that when I'm up there singing, like try and like allow it to, allow my body to kind of respond the way that it responds. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in high school, I was, you know, involved in like speech and acting and that sort of thing so speaking in front of people has never really been a problem Mm -hmm. for me um i don't mind doing that at all so just interacting with an audience has is not really challenging for me like i don't mind doing that it's a natural thing i i guess i guess um at least it's not foreign to you yeah (laughs) yeah so i think i think that sort of thing just it just kind of evolves like through 
just the more times you're on stage and the players who you work with and interact with, I think you feed off each other. That helps to the energy in the room. I mean, obviously the most critical thing to me when I'm singing is to try to, you know, you're focused on, of course, I'm playing piano at the same time and I got other musicians that I'm working with and everything. And I'm, I'm trying to keep my mind uh, at least a, a a large portion of that mind on the lyrics because you have to think about and if you just use the term express mm -hmm. you have no matter how many times you sing that song mm -hmm. you got to th think about those lyrics and express those and mm -hmm. sing that story to the mm -hmm. people right yeah absolutely yeah i mean i think especially if you're a, a musician like a instrumentalist and also sing that's challenging too because you know you're like you said you're trying to do all of these things at once and i man i have so much respect for musicians like instrumentalists that also sing while they play and because there's a lot going on there and and to like interact and be express expressive too that's 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 amazing and you know the people do it great like your 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 shirley horns mm -hmm. you know, i mean it's it's a miracle watching how detailed the piano playing is with matched with the freedom in their expression you know, so I want to ask you about this because we work together. Mm -hmm. and I love writing music with another person, mm -hmm. you know, in collaboration. Uh, and I like reading about, you know, Richard Rogers and Lorenzo Hart, you know, Hart writing the lyrics and Roger writing them, you know, them arguing over this syllable or this melody note. And then Oscar Hammerstein and Ira and George Gray, mm -hmm. you know, that whole thing. Um, Ho Hokey Cart, Michael has saying, he says that it takes a lot of skill to write a song, but a lot of courage to write a lyric. Mm. And um, you, for our original project, you're writing lyrics. I'm helping with the music. Tell me what that process is like on your side of the fence. Mm. Well, for me, I usually, lyrics are actually very challenging for me. Like, I really don't like to write lyrics. Um, but... Uh, Usually what happens is, you know, I'll come up with, uh, it's much easier for me to come up with music and compose, like writing something, like whether it's just some chords or whether it's just melody line or whatever. Um, and then put the words And then put in. the words there. Rarely does it happen at the same time for me. And rarely do the lyrics come first. It's I usually have to be motivated by some kind of musical... <laughs> vibe um so yeah it's lyrics are they're a challenge um and to make something to you know write something that doesn't sound corny or cliche yeah cliche that's right. that's tough but i guess when i do end up writing lyrics it's i just think about what am i trying to say and then you know how can people relate to whatever i'm saying as far as you know without being too obvious you know I, I generally like to write lyrics that are can be interpreted different ways you know like just because I have a mindset of mm -hmm. what what's going into it I don't really like to necessarily make it definitive and people can just make up their own interpretation I guess so like when we're working together mm -hmm. on songs I mean it's a long time ago that we did yeah. the, uh -huh. the the original project uh -huh. but um, I mean you would come in with this music, beautiful musical idea and then we would try things on. Mm -hmm. How did you match lyrics to what I was doing? Or I don't remember how that process worked. Mm -hmm. I just remember it being pretty effortless. Yeah. 
I don't. That's a good. I don't know if I remember either. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I remember with that. Well, I do remember with that project. Um, I had. I think I had most of the music. A lot of the music already kind of down, and then you would take what I had and just make it better. Like, make it a lot better. Or worse. Or, no. <laughs> no. Well, sometimes, no. this is why I remember there was so, there was so much trust involved, which mm-hmm. is if I did something that wasn't what worked for you, mm-hmm. you would right away would say no. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and not in a negative way. It would, that kind of trust, where so I could try stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and... Not worried that she was like being nice, <laughs> you know. And we, I, 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 I had to get this going for me to start remembering. But mm-hmm. like every now and then, I would play something, and you'd be like, "That's it." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Okay," and then the song would kind of take off. And I, my experience, it's easier for me to do that when I have another person. Mm-hmm. That versus when I'm by myself writing, I almost dislike everything. Mm-hmm at first mm-hmm. you know yep. and you kind of have to like just accept this accept this and and move on and a lot of solo composing for me is um ignoring that you know mm-hmm. critical voice and just laying out and there's an art to that too but when i work with another person like in this where we're both sharing I guess the responsibility of whether it's good or not, which mm-hmm. shouldn't matter, but I, it, 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 it helps me. It's why I like creating music, composing while they're together with other people. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, that was really interesting, that, uh, especially this latest conversation between the two of you where you talked about uh, creating a song. Uh, I can't think of anything more appropriate to finish this podcast off then. Uh, other than playing one of those songs from that original album. What was the title of the album? This Side of Morning. This song is called When Morning Dawns. Wait. 